When we're talking about living a truly free and independent life, we mean it. And that's exactly what Gary Collins, who is the creator of The Simple Life, set out to accomplish. And now you have a chance to learn all the secrets that Gary has developed over decades of trying it out himself, building these amazing courses, as you can go to thesimplelifenow.com and access three amazing courses, one being the Off the Grid Master Course, two being the how to finance your off-grid home course and three how to find your dream off-grid property course and get an awesome 10% off at checkout by using code TBNS10 that's right you too can learn how to live a truly free and independent lifestyle by living off-grid and all these amazing courses are delivered to you by yes one Gary Collins from the simplelifenow.com use code TBNS10 at checkout for 10% off your order and start living your free life today I want to tell you about an amazing new podcast. You longtime listeners of The Brian Nichols Show know him well, and that is one Brad Palumbo in his stellar new program, Breaking Boundaries. Join Brad as he interviews top writers, politicians, and thinkers from all across the political spectrum to give you a new perspective you won't find in the mainstream liberal media or right-wing echo chambers. From guests like Rand Paul to Glenn Greenwald, Brad is having conversations and focusing on issues that are driving America with the people who are in the driver's seats. So... Head over to your favorite podcast app, hit subscribe, strap in, and be prepared for some wild food takes like Rand Paul and his grand mayonnaise conspiracy. Again, that's Breaking Boundaries with Brad Palumbo, available in your favorite podcasting app today. Can I pause for a second and, and just note that uh, we got Brian on here who's getting uh, Congressman Massey on, and our typical lineup includes like homeless people that believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. The Brian Nichols Show is the fastest growing liberty podcast that brings together people from all means of political thought as we seek to have meaningful conversations about the issues you care about. At the Brian Nichols Show, our goal is to leave the audience educated, enlightened, and informed. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show. Yes, I am your humble host, Brian Nichols, and you are in store for another one of our amazing Marketing Mondays, Chris Goizetta, marketing guru, all things marketing and more, joining us once again here on the Brian Nichols Show. And yes, folks, I am your humble host, Brian Nichols. Thank you for joining us. Yesterday, we had great, uh, great candidate highlight series there on our Sunday uh, episode with Nate Honey Badger Atkins running for mayor of Minneapolis. That was a fun one to watch there. Uh, if you did not get the chance yet, make sure you go ahead, check out the YouTube channel. Uh, go ahead while you're there, of course, give us a quick thumbs up and a uh, little click on that notification bell and a subscribe, of course. That'd be nice. And uh, if you enjoy the episode today, of course, make sure you're going ahead and sharing. And while you share, uh, that's going to start your customer journey, right, Chris G? Because that's what we're talking about today on The Brian Nichols Show. Chris uh, Goizetta, you are the marketing guru. People have been joining us here now for well over a month hearing your insight. We've talked about branding. We've talked about what else? We talked about branding. Um, well, what was content. Last? content, thank you. I, it's been a day, my Recurring friend. Recurring content. Yeah, creating content. <laughs> and then... Uh, retaining your, your, starting out the customer journey to ultimately retain them and get them to become a super fan. That is topic of conversation today. So that being said, Chris Goizetta, welcome back to the program. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. Celebrated my second father's day today, which is fun. 
uh, I'm still celebrating, I guess. We're going to do some hibachi later today. Ooh, yeah. fun, 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 fun. Yeah. Yes, happy yeah. Father's Day. And I'll tell yes, we're recording here, peek behind the curtain on Father's Day. <laughs> so to all you dads out there, Chris Goizetta, Jeremy Todd included, happy Father's Day um, from us here at the Brian Nichols Show uh, and the network. So, uh, yes, we're going to dig into uh, content. Or, I'm sorry, into uh, the, the customer, customer journey. journey. Yes, it's been a day, yeah. man. I, so, here, let's <laughs> peek behind the curtain my day today for Father's Day. So, I am... I'm not a dad yet. Um, that that you know, TBD, right? We're working working yeah. on that. But hey, you're an, you're an animal dad, right? Have- that's right. I got two fur babies. Right? I, yeah, I feel yeah. I, I no. Okay, I can never <laughs> say the expression fur baby. I got two cats, uh, Moe's and Astrid. Uh, so I guess that kind of counts. But no, no, no. I was out doing yard work this morning, trying to make the house look nice. Actually, we have a huge. So we have like a shared access point, and uh, I went back with a bunch of rocks to go fill in uh, where there were some holes in the back area because you know everybody's cars are hitting these giant gigantic potholes so hoping that i was able to get some some good stuff done today you know productive stuff done today so i'm tired i got a little you know little, little <laughs> fatigued out in that heat today there chris so uh yeah my brain's a little fried but that doesn't mean we're not gonna have a great conversation about the customer journey excuse me there customer journey so let's kind of start off here what is this whole customer journey and why is it important specifically when we're talking about marketing as it pertains to the world of politics all things in life are all about the journey, right? <laughs> so when when a customer doesn't know you, right? If you're, and this, this happens a lot in in music, and happens a lot in politics. It's funny because I've actually had a couple of politicians uh, do this to me. But when you follow someone, right, follow a page or engage with a page, and then all of a sudden you get hit with a DM right away. Oh, hey, I saw you followed me, or hey, I saw you get engaged my my uh, my page. Check out my my website and buy something. That is the worst way to approach a customer relationship, right? That is a, Why is that, Chris? It's spam. I mean, you're, you're just spamming people at that point. You're just sending them junk. It's junk mail, right? It's just the stuff that you don't want, nobody cares about. What people love the most, and this applies to, to music, and I believe applies to politics and, and politicians as well, people want to discover someone. People want to discover something that excites them, that is maybe different from what they've seen, and they want to tell someone about it. And if you can create organic discovery or, or pay discovery through through ads, but if you can create a way for people to discover you, you're going to be a lot more memorable if you start the journey that way. And every customer is, or potential customer, right? Once you know who your target audience is, so always know your audience. But once you have your target audience, then they're all a cold audience at first because they don't know who you are yet. So you have to make almost like an introduction. So when you're walking into to a bar and you want to talk to a girl or a guy and you're not just going to walk up right away and kiss them, right? You're going to make an introduction first. You're going to have some kind of opening pitch to get them to know you and try to build, start building that relationship. So people want to discover, but then they want to tell someone about that. I think that yeah. right there is a great way to set the the context of the buyer when you're entering into the starting off point of this customer journey is finding the people who are in that discovery mode, right? Think of it if it, it's a stupid analogy, but if you're trying to sync a Bluetooth, right? They they're in <laughs> sync mode. They're they're actively looking for what it is right now that you have as a product. So once you get into their purview, now it's a matter of staying top of mind. So let's kind of start off there, Chris. We we now are entering into the customer's purview. How would you say, and let's maybe 
pertain this particularly towards candidates or just liberty values in particular for this specific issue, what's the best way to start off getting top of mind? Is it going through Facebook ads? Is it going through Twitter ads? Or, you know, is it doing something else, print ads, or or should we be going to data? What's your thoughts? So it all customer journey approach, right? So the first stage is the awareness stage. You're trying to get people and make them aware of you, your brand, whatever it is you're potentially going to be selling to them. But first they need to make some kind of emotional connection with, with you. And that could take a few different touch points, right? So once they notice your brand and they engage with it, or even engagement could be just them watching a video. Once they engage the first time, that's your first touch point, right? And usually it takes about six to eight touch points for to turn someone into a customer. And it can happen sooner, but First, we need to make them aware you exist before you get to the next stage of the customer journey. So there's a few ways you can do that. There's organic strategies. And of course, there's paid strategies, right? So the way you could do that organically is what we've talked about the last couple of weeks now is recurring content. That is one way you can create the awareness uh, stage, right? So maybe you have a guest on the podcast, that guest shares it with their audience. Now someone watches it because it, you know, they like they like the guest that you had, and now they become aware of you as well. And you could do that in a series. You could do a series of specific types of episodes. So we're doing a marketing and sales series. That's a way to reach a new audience. That's the one organic way. Um, and we can get, we can dive deeper into other organic ways. But I know we have a long customer journey to go through. Uh, maybe that could be a a bonus for the the Patreon where we do deep dives and, yeah. into these. Yeah, steps. for sure. And and it's more so I'm just trying to be a nosy little little guy here to dig into things, because, I mean, this is this is a, the stuff too. by the way, peek behind the curtain, folks, that Chris and I and the rest of the team at the, the Brian Nichols show are developing for uh, what we're going to be offering as really a solution for the greater liberty world. One of the problems. Oh, my God, Chris, if we, <laughs> we had to see the problem right now, it's that we have many candidates, but far too often than not, it's just seeing what works and hoping things work. Well, we know what works and we we have been taking this kind of artist management approach to things that you've been implementing and talking to these different candidates. So we're going to be working more specifically in this exact area. So again, if you're interested folks and you're interested in starting off to be a candidate, this will be a great opportunity for the Patreon for sure. So it's a briannicholsshow.com. The Patreon link is there. Uh, you can go ahead, $5, $10 a month. Go ahead and subscribe for sure. By the way, great means to go ahead and push the, the Patreon there, Chris. I know that was unintentional, but uh, okay, how about this? Let's keep going through this customer journey. So we got them. They're, they're interested. They've seen us six to eight times. What comes next? Well, so... Let's, let's get into getting them to see us six to eight times, right? So let's now do that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was assuming. I was really, really anxious and hopeful that they were, they were already <laughs> going to see us six to eight times, I guess. Just a salesman. You want to make the sale right let's now. Roll, let's roll. Come on. <laughs> let's get that money in there. <laughs> Jeremy's somewhere nodding in agreement. So, so, so the, market, the difference between marketing and sales is I like, I like to take them on a journey and tell them a story. You're just, you're just, just get the money quick. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, so we, now they're aware, right? They've seen one piece of content, whatever. However, we got them to see that when it's through an ad right. or through creating a podcast. And then comes the education stage. So now we need to retarget them. And a way you can retarget them is, let's say I'm a guest on your show. You sh- um, I share the episode and then I have people commenting on my my post when I share the episode. Now you go in and engage with those people that left a comment on on my post, right? Because I'm those are probably first time people have seen your your show. Right. And now you're engaging with my people in 
um, on my post. And then hopefully they get to see another episode, right? So maybe it's a part of a series. We're doing a sales series or a marketing series. Now they want to go see the next guest. So now they have another touch point. Another way you can do that is, uh, so there's two ways, really. We just talked about the engagement on the social media, the getting them to watch another episode, or if you do it through ads, so the paid way to do it is if you run ads to a specific audience on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, wherever you're running ads at, um, now you want to retarget the person that saw the first ad. And this is this could be for, for another another podcast down the road, but you want to retarget people that have watched at least 75% of your video if it's a minute video. Um, if it's long format video, but we can get into that in, in the future. But um and what, and what tools would they want to use for that, by the way, Chris? I mean, I, I know that's kind of digging a little bit more, but are there like basic tools that are out there for people to use that? Yeah, absolutely. So whatever ad platform you use, you, you should be able to see all kinds of data. And on Facebook, uh, so Facebook and Instagram use the same ads platform, which is Facebook Business Manager. And YouTube has their own ads platform, uh, which is through Google, also Google Ads. Uh, TikTok has their own, LinkedIn has their own, and so on. But in those ad platforms, you get a bunch of data. And some of those data points are percent views. And they're usually 25, 50, 75, and 100% views. And you I retarget people to have watched at least 75% of an ad. Ideally, that ad's anywhere from 30 seconds to a minute. Now, Facebook's going to recommend 15 seconds, but I like the minute because after watching 45 seconds of a video, you're probably a lot more emotionally connected, right? So it's mm. about taking that cold customer, warming them up, or building a warm audience through awareness and education and retargeting through through education. So now we're warming that customer up. We're getting ready for that sale, Brian. <laughs> well, this is what Philip Stutz focus on, right? Um, yeah. in, in the undefeated marketing systems, uh, talking about getting those people. So one of the examples he gives in the book was uh, talking about school choice in mm -hmm. Florida specifically. Um, and in, in this part in the book, he's talking about who was their target market specifically in this case, it was parents and, mm -hmm. and, predominantly parents who uh, were in a situation where their kids were already taking advantage of school choice because in this election, it was 2018, I think it was, with it was Andrew Gillum versus Ron DeSantis. Mm -hmm. And Gillum was strongly anti-school choice, whereas DeSantis was pro-school choice. So what um, the undefeated marketing system team, which was led by Philip Stutz when they were hired as, as consultants, did was they made it a point to make sure that the school choice message, but also the fact that Gillum was anti-school choice messaging, was on top of parents' minds, the ones who were going to be definitely most impacted by the, the, the ramifications of school choice policy. And the way they did that was it was on the radio. So when the parents are driving to the kids to the school, they were hearing it on the radio. They would have it in flyers all around on park benches on, on at the bus stops close mm -hmm. to the schools they they made it a point to to put physical flyers out around mm -hmm. in the community so parents are seeing it as they're walking into different areas where their kids were going after school when they were picking them up from from you know extracurricular event, events post uh, uh curriculum during the day so mm -hmm. you're you're seeing constantly now they're top of mind so it's almost in that same mindset of you're retargeting the people you know are going to be not just the ones seeing the message, but the ones who they are the ones constantly wanting to get drive. And, and to your point, Chris, going mm -hmm. full circle, if you can kind of look at the person who's watched 75% of your, your video, chances are that they're probably invested somewhat, right, to watch 75% right. of your video. So now if you take that group of people, you start to retarget to them, and then you just pound that message to, mm -hmm. to make it so they not only see it, but now it's everywhere, yeah. That's where it, it's really you, you are top of mind, quite literally, yeah. right? Because you're just everywhere. 
Yeah, and that's such a good point. I'm I'm glad you brought that that I guess that physical uh, example up, right? Because I'm especially the past year, I've been so digitally focused. I'm like talking about like you know, social media and running ads and creating content. But of course, if you have if you're running for whatever office you are, yep. and you put a big billboard in a high traffic area in in your town, right? And then you run an ad. <laughs> we got some billboard ideas, but then you run an ad in that same area within the radius of that billboard. Now there's a chance that people see the billboard, right? So that's awareness stage. Yep. Then they look at their phone when they get to the restaurant or at home or a doctor's office, wherever they're going. And now they see an ad on their Instagram or Facebook because they just drove through that area. So that's retargeting also. And now that ad, right? It's a little more, probably a lot more long format than just that one billboard. It's, it's a minute video versus just a, a billboard. Um, now they're even going to build a deeper connection. Now they're getting educated about who you are and what you represent. Right. Bingo. So Boom. we've started the customer journey um, by number one, getting them on the radar. We've created, mm-hmm. we've gotten that emotional connection, right? We're yeah. building that emotional connection. Now we're on their eyeballs. We're, we're retargeting them. We're seeing them that six to eight times, right? Mm-hmm. Next step. So now, now we want them to make a buy or not necessarily a buying decision, but at least a decision towards making mm-hmm. that conversation start, right? So mm-hmm. how, what's the next step there, Chris? So now we throw the bait. Now we're going to see how how warmed up they already are, right? So that's the consideration stage. So if you threw the bait at them, would they consider it? So if you threw a ebook at them, like we have our our ebook, four ways to persuade your I don't I don't think exactly four way <laughs> you got me now four <laughs> easy steps to uh, you can oh my god what you've done to me four <laughs> easy steps you can take right now to influence your friends and family to help sell liberty now something like that I hate myself BrianNicholsShow.com <laughs> forward slash Liberty Friends liberty ebook. Friends. And whoever can make sure they get the the correct name of the ebook in a tweet in response to this episode, I'll send you something fun because that that was just a, a just abomination there for both of us that we couldn't <laughs> even get the right name of our ebook here. I apologize. Brain, brain meltdown. Lord, <laughs> Lord help us. Happy Father's Day, Chris. Continue. Yeah. So, so you, you throw <laughs> you throw out the bait, right? So you have a a free ebook, you have a free course, you have a free webinar, you have may just want to give away a free sticker. Hey, like sign up for here's a free sticker. Um, you're trying to throw out some kind of bait or some kind of tripwire, right? They call it also, if they're on your website, maybe you're trying to sell them something for a dollar or something. And that's another example of giving something away for really cheap. Now, there's some marketers that like the whole tripwire approach because it gives them some kind of revenue because if they're willing to spend a dollar to $5, now you try to upsell them, right? And try to get a, a bigger sale. But and, and most marketers uh, will do the whole free ebook, free course, free something, uh, or some kind of free experience right. um, to get people on their mailing list or on a texting list. So now they've opted in. And once they're opted in, because they either bought that cheap product or got the free product, uh, they opted into your list. And once they're opted into your list, now you can do all kinds of fun things from there. So they opt into the list. What's the list? The list is, is, is it a, a list of people now that we are going to actually go out to try and sell? Is that the, mm-hmm. the, the goal? Yeah. No, so now we're trying to continue. continue <laughs> I know. Continue. I just love to hear you say it. <laughs> I want permission from my marketing guy to now officially go and try to make the sale. So thank you. <laughs> so, so you're you're using the list to now, one, first of all, now you own the customer, right? Because if you have them on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram, like you don't 
own the audience. Like those platforms can change their algorithms at any point. They can kick us off, especially especially yep. like kicking off libertarians. Um, this, this is the oh, Joe Polizzi approach. Own own where you you want to be. Yep, yeah, exactly. Own your audience. Yep. So you want to get them on something where you have their name and some kind of contact. So ideally, that's a email list, a texting list. There's other types of lists you could build in, in list building. And the other examples are, and I don't love them as much, but you could build a Facebook group. They're very, very effective. Just again, you have the same Facebook problem, right? They're going to have a bunch of other notifications and things that are going off. Which, which happened to the greater We Are Libertarians network. We had over 2.5K mm. members in our wow. group. Got nuked for no no reason. I mean, I, I think actually, jeez, <laughs> it, it just speaks to how stupid Facebook is. It yeah. was a Jeffrey Dahmer joke about like <laughs> cannibalism or something, and it, it like it was from months and months earlier, and that was like the ultimate nail in the coffin. And we're like, really, really, doesn't, Facebook doesn't sign a private group? A private group? Wow, two point five thousand members. That's insane. Yep. That's gone. That's just gone, though. And that's the th that's that speaks to why it's so important. Right. I mean, that's a real life story, folks. Yeah. Keep your 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 list of, of potential prospects, but also people who are engaging voluntarily in your right. content. Please keep that because otherwise, goodness, you, it just be gone just like that. Thanos yeah. snap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, get, get, get them on a list. Get them off off of social media. You own your list now, and then now you can send them stuff. You can either go right straight for the sale and <laughs> make some money, or or continue building that journey, <laughs> creating that that super fan. And you can send them a couple other freebies, right? Hey, you signed up for this ebook. Hey, here's another ebook. Here's a, uh, here's this. Here's a, a free another free talk or something I did. But but now now we're getting ready, Brian, for for what you're waiting for. <laughs> well, let's 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 before we get to the sale, right? And that's and that will ultimately lead to Jeremy's conversation next week. Um, but we're retaining, but creating that super fan. So let's kind of set the standard. What is a super fan, and how do we know when we have a super fan? Mm -hmm. So a super fan is someone that will support pretty much anything that you put out, right? So. When it comes to political candidates, they're probably a volunteer on your campaign. They probably have the shirt. They probably have the yard sign. They're probably either knocking on doors, do, making phone calls. They're passionately posting on social media. So the ones that post on on social media uh, about your campaigns, like those are the people that are probably the most likely to almost do whatever you say or buy whatever you want. Uh, they're, they're that supportive, right? So as long as you treat that customer well and they feel appreciated and you do cool things for them, they're going to stick around. They're going to be loyal forever. And that's the, uh, well, once we're at that step, I, I have another thing you will do with these uh, these super fans. So one of the stories that gets told, I keep on going back to this book that Chris and I are both reading. It's The Undefeated Marketing System by Philip Stutz. And I know, Chris, you're, you have him come on the show, your show, right? Yeah, in, in October, but still a long while away. But. Yeah, it's a while now, but like, it won't be. It, honestly, we're going to yeah, blink no. and it's going to be October. Um, So I, I can't wait to hear that conversation. I, I need to get him on my show, too. But in the yes. book, he talks about Yeti. Um, and Yeti being one of these these companies that established super fans. I'm sitting here. You know, I got my, my Yeti branded uh, you know, cup here. And he talks about how you have a company makes thermoses, right? Or, or coolers. Mm -hmm. But people are cool. willing to take the logo of Yeti and put it into stickers and hats and their cars. on their cars. And I, I'm not kidding. I, I had read that chapter in in the book at, after lunch at work. 
And then the next day, I was on the interstate, and I saw a, a truck driving with a Yeti bumper sticker on it. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. holy hell, there it is, right there. But they have created that super fan to the point mm-hmm. that not only are they the company that you're going to go out of your way every single time when you're looking to buy a new mug or you're trying to buy a new you know, cooler or buy a new thermos, but... They have you now to the point that you're willing to help advertise just their name, Yeti. It's not even, you know, anything fun or creative. It's just them. And that's, that speaks to the, the quality of the overall experience that they've created. And that goes hand in hand from why it is so important, Chris. And, and I, I, I love that the tongue in cheek questions I get to ask you because, <laughs> because I like to paint the picture right now. We can actually paint this picture of why it's so important when you start out the the engaging with the prospect from the very beginning and and making sure that you're staying top of mind, making sure you're hitting with with top of mind issues, make sure you're hitting with emotional issues that are going to mm-hmm. create that tie, and then to stay connected with them nonstop and create that rabid super fan. It does really go hand in hand with you being successful because once you can create that super fan, you and this is something that Philip Stutz mentions many times. His job is to work himself out of a job because as long as your fans are going out of their way and being the super fan, that ultimately what's going to happen is they will be doing your marketing for you. You don't have to invest in anything. It's all organic. Yeti is getting marketing by having their random guy putting a Yeti bumper sticker on his truck. That's un, un, unspoken and an unquantifiable um, like marketing dollars right there. Like that's let's tie to politics. That's kind of why Trump won in mm-hmm. 2016. He had I think it was two some odd billion dollars in free media mm-hmm. just from coverage. And and that wasn't because he was going out of his way and, you know, pumping dollars in for, you know, getting on TV, but rather knowing how to get on top of mind issues and mm-hmm. become the story and yeah. to leverage that media to then get eyeballs. And that's how he he built his super fans, the MAGA base. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, and, yeah you and don't have to agree with it, folks, but at least acknowledge how it happens. Like, like yeah. Learn from it. It's, it's brilliant marketing at the end of the day. It is. I mean, and and, and this is like- what Philip Sutton talks about in the book. Like the Trump campaign, love him or hate him, but the Trump campaign was phenomenal at marketing. Like they just yeah. were. <laughs> Yeah. And, and that's what creates, you know, your, your whole marketing system. Your fans will become yeah. your promoters when they're super fans. And the the best thing you can do if you so it's, you know, this whole thing is basically a marketing funnel. But I like the the cyclical approach. So my customer journey image, so I call it customer journey instead of a marketing funnel, is because if you have the infrastructure built out, so your awareness stage, your education, consideration, purchase, retention, right? If that's all built out and automated almost. Uh, you can tell your super fans where to send their friends. Like, tell your friends and family, go right here. This is the link. You want to click that link because the second they click the link, they're going to see a video. Then they're going to get that pop up that says sign up for the free ebook. They sign up for the free ebook. Now they're automatically going to get the, the emails every other day with some fun other bonuses and value. Now you're going to try to get on your Patreon or some kind of or make a donation to your campaign. And ideally, with the donations, um, if you can figure out a way to create recurring donations, yes. whether it's through Patreon or some kind of other platform, now you have people donating five or 10 bucks every month and then over a, a lifetime of that fan, you're going to get way more money than that one time $25 donation or $100 Predictable revenue. What, yeah. And that, that book is is one of those all-time like 
like classics just from the fa- the fact that there are hundreds of organizations that were built upon it. Um, yeah. Again, it's called Predictable Revenue. I forget the name of the author, but the idea being, yes, you want to get your customer to, I think it's Jeffrey Ginnimer has this quote. He's like, when you're engaging in the transaction, your customer's wallet is open. It's yeah. your responsibility to empty it. Yeah. <laughs> it feels yeah. icky, but it's true. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. But um, yeah, and the best kind of customer to to get, right? The most, I guess the least expensive type of customer to get. And you know, us libertarians, we don't have a lot of money. No. So if the best kind of customer is a repeat customer because exactly the least amount of money. So if you can build enough of a journey for them to where they become that super fan. They're going to buy stuff or do, over and over again. They're going to donate over and over again. And if and if you have them paying 10 bucks a month and then now you have a cool shirt, they're going to buy the shirt. Right now you come out with a cool yard sign. They're going to buy the yard sign or if you, whatever else. They're going to buy it because they're super fans. But it's all about giving them value. Right. Yes. So thank you. OK. You took oh, the words right out of my mouth. I'm like value, value. <laughs> yeah. That's a Gary Vee and me. Value, value, value. Well, it's it's it's. It's just reality, though. If you're not creating value, and this is something that our lefty friends just don't get, and this is why we're going to be focusing a lot on sales folks going forward for a target market, because when you look at incentive structures, they matter, right? Like, and you have to create valuable, or or your, your service, your product has to have value. Otherwise, there is not an incentive for you to to produce that that product or service, right? And that might be a good thing because that might mean that your product or service is being made obsolete by a better product or service or a similar product or service, but at a cheaper price. And then that means that you can go ahead and start to focus your your time, energy, and efforts in other more productive areas and to better your individual personal skills to then help make you the more productive person so you can make yourself the most important person at whatever venture it is that you want to do. Or, hey, by the way, you could always do self-employed stuff. I mean, in the era of 2021 where, I mean, really the possibilities are endless, you could really do anything you want, but again, it has to be something of value. You can't just, you know, make a, a Che Guevara t-shirt and assume that everybody needs to buy it, right? Lefty friends, I'm sorry, that's not how that works. <laughs> also, irony, people buying your Che Guevara shirts, I hope they're putting that money back into their collective pool of, uh, of resources. Anyways, Chris, <laughs> I'm I'm um, monopolizing this this conversation at that's this point, my good. friend. We're, we're getting towards the end, and uh, I want to make sure we're wrapping up this customer journey, though it never really does wrap up, right? It does Always continue going. on this cycle. On- ongoing cycle. Correct. So what would be if you wanted to put a, a nice bow on the conversation as it pertains to mm, the customer it. journey. What would that that kind of takeaway be for the uh, the audience here today? Mm. It's almost good that we uh we skipped over the purchase stage for a second. The sales guy skipped over the purchase stage, but well, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm kind of I look at that being almost the the given next step because if you right. created that super fan, I almost assume they've entered into some type of buying decision, right? True. Be it. A, a intentional, like real transaction, or they're giving you something. If they're giving you your data, if they're giving you their their attention, their time, they're taking a definitive next step, whatever it may be. That is a buying decision. So I see that yeah. kind of almost hand in hand with that super fan. So sure, sure. don't worry, I wasn't I wasn't glossing <laughs> over the actual the actual sale. Don't you but, but, worry. But you, but but with the the purchase stage, the one I guess the bow on on top of all this is if you're doing it based around content. So let's say mm-hmm. these all these Liberty podcasters out right. there or even candidates, right? If you can, 
if you put all this cool content out there and these cool videos and they're learning about you, they're getting excited about you, they now bought the shirt, they bought the hat, right? Or you have them on a subscription or you're not throwing out a subscription thing. This is why I love right. the subscription model so, so, so much. So how do you get them to subscribe? And if they've gotten so much value out of what you're putting out there for free, and now they're thinking, wow, if I get all of this for free, what does the paid stuff look like? What does that course look like? What does that Patreon page look like where I have access with Brian once a month and we get to just hang out? Like, what does that look like if I just buy something and just right. be a recurring customer every month on that subscription? And that's what you want them thinking. So, so, so much value on the free stuff that they want to buy something because they want to see what the value they get with the paid stuff. I love it. All right, my friend. Well, we are unfortunately already at that part of the show where we have to. Oh, flies. I know. Put a uh, a wrap on the. Uh, <laughs> I guess uh, the yes, the final bow on the ultimate conversation. So the customer journey it is super important and it never ends. Um, you know, both from the the marketing perspective, but once we get them into the the buying process, getting them into the the sales funnel, and then getting them them to be a reoccurring customer, right? Mm-hmm. And and getting them back in, it's the customer journey and sales cycle go hand in hand. Uh, that's why I always say sales and marketing, they're BFF. Speaking of which, Jeremy mm-hmm. Todd will be coming up here next week. We're gonna be talking all things sales again. Um, I'm sure we'll we'll probably dig into you know after this this uh you know customer journey um or shall I say the beginning of the customer journey. Once we make that buying decision, how can we make sure we make sure uh, the customer is going through a positive experience? That maybe is a good way. Um, you know, stay in touch with your customers. There you go, Jeremy. That's what we can talk about next week. Uh, <laughs> so with that being said, what do we have uh, coming up here the rest of the week? So coming up here on, oh my goodness, it's already going to be Wednesday, which is hard to imagine. We're already almost done with June, by the way. Where the heck did June go? Um wow. Yeah, I know. Wow, indeed. Tom, uh, Tom Quitter, he uh, ran for state senate up in uh, New York. He is also a legal cannabis advocate um, focusing on the issues that, that take place. So, so Thomas, he is a uh, wheelchair bound and he, he focuses also on the problems with the, the government trying to do well by helping providing people in need with services, but they end up causing unintended consequences. He uses his story of a wheelchair that the state was trying to give him and it was going to be a lesser quality wheelchair actually debilitate his quality of life going forward he was able to get the wheelchair at half the cost and for like a third of the time it would have taken otherwise actually i think it may have been less than that i think it was two or three months versus two years so it's an amazing story, Chris. I cannot uh, I cannot emphasize enough how awesome the conversation is coming up here on Wednesday. So, folks, make sure you're tuning in for that. Um, but otherwise, with that being said, please share today's episode. Um, and when you do, make sure you tag yours truly, B. Nichols Liberty, Twitter, Facebook, Minds.com, and Parlor.com. And for Chris Goizetta, folks, where can they go ahead and find you, Chris? It's uh, Making It Chris G on Twitter and then Making It With Chris G.com everywhere else. And speaking of websites, just want to give a, a shout out since we always talk about the the candidates uh honey badger awesome website yes any any candidate out there check out the honey badger's website because um it's, it's a really nice one bingo yeah so and this is one thing that we're gonna be doing um going forward is and we might be doing this more for our patreon subscribers i'm we're gonna be toying around with this folks so yeah. this is re- live though we're gonna be talking about which 
of the candidates we've been talking to, you should be looking towards in terms of models we'll, we'll go through. You know, here is a great example of a system you can go ahead and implement if you are a candidate. Um, and by the way, it's okay. Don't reinvent the wheel. Don't feel you're you're stealing from anybody. Oh my goodness. We, we are all on the same page here and that is to get liberty into action in our lifetime. So with that being said, folks, uh, if you really enjoyed the show, well, I would love to hear about it. So go ahead, give us a five-star rating and review. BrianNicholsShow.com for forward slash reviews, five stars, and then a quick blurb. What did you get out of today's episode? Did you get to learn how best to get your customer journey going in a positive direction? Well, I would love to hear it. I know Chris would love to hear about it too. Oh yeah. And uh, hey, we had that great, um, the great review there from Aaron back last week uh, regards to the sales episode. So yeah, let's give Chris some love too, folks. Um, <laughs> and go ahead and uh, give us again, five-star review, briannicholshow.com forward slash reviews. Also, we've talked about it throughout the show, the Patreon. If you want to become a supporting member of the Brian Nichols Show, uh, briannicholshow.com, you can see the Patreon link right there. Uh, and you can become a $5 or $10 per month subscriber. But either way, you're going to get, and you can see it in the backgrounds behind both of us, but I'll, I'll show it right here in front of the screen. That's right. One of these don't hurt people, <laughs> don't take people's stuff bumper sticker. Um, and also, you're going to be uh, putting into, as we go into Q3. And this is when we're really going to be hitting the uh, the rubber meets the road. The Patreon has been building up now. And now content time comes. So uh, we're going to be doing roundtable conversations, really deep dives into sales and marketing, answering all of your questions that you folks have and more. Uh, so again, if you're interested, head to our Patreon, BrianNicholsShow.com. Also, we have an awesome, Chris, awesome brand new shop with Proud Libertarian. Yes. I love it because one of the most important things, you know it, is peaking interest. So how do we peak interest with some pretty awesome swag? So with that, I'm going to go ahead and quickly share my screen. But as I'm doing that, you can head to BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash shop. And you too can go ahead and check out the brand new Brian Nichols Show shop. And here we are for the YouTube subscriber. You can see our Life Gets Better t-shirt, which was inspired by uh, the one and only Remzo Martinez. By the way, I'm going to be over on his show on the run with Remzo W. Martinez talking about our brand new ebook. Four easy steps you can implement now to sell liberty to friends and family. There you go, Chris. I remembered it this time. Yeah. Uh, you write it down. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Cool Mask Bro t-shirt. Uh, Alexa, overthrow the government. Google, overthrow the government t-shirt. Bumper stickers. We have good ideas. Don't require force. Question everything. Snapbacks. And of course, one of my all-time favorites, make conspiracies, conspiracy theories again. Um, so, if, folks, if you're interested in uh, getting some awesome swag, head to Brian Nichols Show. Uh, uh, BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash shop. By the way, use code TBNS at checkout and you get 10% off your entire order. BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash shop. So with that being said, Chris Goizetta, final thoughts for the audience this week or do you have a, a fun tip we can leave? I know Jeremy's been doing his sales tips. Do you have a marketing tip for us uh, to, to wrap up the week? Oh man, put me on a spot. I know, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, Mr. Professor. One to one and one to many. So to get that customer journey going, uh, con um, engage with brands and engage with individuals. Brands being one to many and individuals being one to one. The professor has uh, spoken, folks. So if you're interested <laughs> in learning more, yes, make sure you check out Chris G and his awesome podcast, Making It With Chris G, where he's digging into the music world. And uh, I always love to hear some of the fun guests he brings over. Also, he's been bringing some awesome guests from the music world over my way. We had a great conversation with Wesley David. By the way, Ball of Yarn has been like just going on <laughs> loop on my uh, my YouTube music. Nice. So. 
Yeah, good, good. Thank you for just planting the seeds of new music. I love to find new music. So, folks, if you are interested in checking out all 268, I think, episodes plus we have here at The Brian Nichols Show, head over to The Brian Nichols Show archives. You can check out all the episodes and more. But with that being said, thank you for joining us on today's fun-filled episode talking all things marketing. So, with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Chris Goizetta. We'll see you Wednesday. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.